Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Tuesday morning. Had to think a second. <laughs> so I apologize. Uh, this has um, uh, been a crazy last couple of days. I tell you, the uh, old devil has just absolutely just been attacking so hard here lately. And it's just been a pain in the derriere. <laughs> I cannot put into words uh how uh frustrating uh it has been uh last few days uh trying to uh, uh trying to get to live right trying to live for the lord <laughs> it's just been been absolutely uh, horrendous i mean it's like right now i'm trying to i'm on my wife's uh facebook and i'm trying to share uh these uh this devotions and uh they won't even let me send it to my own facebook this morning and hold on here, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than having fat fingers and trying to text. I, tell, I hit every letter than the one I want to want to hit, and uh, it really uh, makes me angry. <laughs> so I keep putting the words. How angry that makes me. And uh, it just frustrates me like it's right now. It just will not let me, uh, it won't even let me find my own uh, uh, name. Let's see here, hold on. No, it won't even let me find my own name through her account. So, <clears throat> good morning, Christy, and uh, there may be others watching through the church website, and if you are, I can't, um, I can't see if you're saying anything or texting. I don't think it allows you to even comment anyway through that, but, uh, so I don't know how many, uh, well, if you get to see this devotion this morning. Uh, it is, like I said, the old Dale's been attacking hard. It's been, um, frustrating, been aggravating, to say the least. Uh, it is uh, not only the devil been attacking me spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. It's just, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's getting closer to Easter. And that's one reason why the old devil's wanting to attack. Uh, I also think uh, that uh, um, time is running out, uh, whether you want to believe that or not. Uh, I believe that time's running, coming to an end, and the old devil does not like it. And the God's Word says when uh, it gets closer to the end, that's when the devil's going to pour out his wrath uh, upon us. And uh, he's running scared, and he's trying to attack. He wants to pull down Christians. He wants to pull down, uh, he wants to make sure non-Christians don't hear the Word and, and want to accept Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. And uh, so he just, it's just all out frontal attack and war right now. And so, uh, so he wants to enter the word, and I think that's exactly what he's trying to do: is enter the word this morning, getting uh, from getting out. And uh, so, I don't know how many will actually get to watch this. Appreciate the few that are watching this morning. Appreciate the support. Uh, the problem, one reason why I'm having problems getting um, this out this morning, is that uh, Facebook decided to uh, ban me for 24 hours. So I think I got like 16 hours left of my sentence before I'm released on. Facebook probation, and, uh, and because I dared to speak out against homosexuality, and I called it vile and disgusting, and as a result, uh, they banned me uh, from that. Heaven forbid the truth get out there, because see, they want to normalize these hedonistic lifestyle choices, and uh, it is anything but normal. It is, uh, these people need help, they need Jesus Christ. Um, first and foremost, and uh, they they desperately uh, need mental and spiritual and emotional counseling, 
and uh, it is wrong. It is sad that how so many uh, are trying to normalize this, even among the uh, Christian community. Uh, people trying to turn a blind eye and say, well, it doesn't affect me, and it's uh, none of my business, and blah, blah, blah. You know, you all know the rhetoric uh, that I'm referring to. And, um, you know, whether it's, I don't care if it's homosexuality, whether it's extramarital affairs, pornography, whatever it is, God's Word is clear when it comes to sexual sin. God's Word is clear on these areas that uh, are wrong and uh, that we have to abstain and uh, be aware of and, uh, and not uh, be a part of. And to norm, try to normalize uh, something that is clearly against God's Word, uh, you know, we <laughs> just... It's wrong. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And somebody, you know, I've had people say, well, you're born that way. No, you're not born that way. You may have a, people may be born with an inclination, but um, if it's genetic, how's it passed on? I mean, by definition, you know, they're, you know homosexuals can't reproduce. So, uh, I mean, how's it even? So that right there is, a, you know, you throw that out the door. And the fact that it is a choice, you know, you've heard me say this before, uh, you know, you can't abstain. I've never read one case study where anybody has died from a lack of sex. I, you know, it, uh, you know, it is, uh, it, it is a choice. And, you know, and if it, if you, it is ingrained, if you're born that way, then how come so many can go from gay to straight to bi? I mean, they can go back and forth. So there's, it's just bogus. It's, it's baloney. And to allow these young kids to make decisions life decisions and putting these children on hormonal treatments and such it's wrong it's it's vile it's evil uh in fact there's a, a read where a man in canada was arrested all right get, listen to me now he was arrested put in prison because he spoke publicly against his child because uh, apparently the other spouse or ex-spouse uh, wanted to um, say that the child was transgender putting uh, the, the child on hormonal therapy and he spoke out against it publicly, and they arrested him. And don't think it ain't coming this way. Don't think for a second it's not. You know, Facebook jail, I think it's just the precursor to what is to come. And uh, as a pastor, I will speak the truth. I will try to speak the truth as lovingly as I can. But, uh, uh, but the fact of the matter is, what we are preaching right here in God's holy word is offensive. And I just dropped a bunch of stuff out of my Bible just then. Uh, it is offensive. And people don't want to hear it. They don't like it. And uh, they want to silence it. And so it's just a matter of time that uh, I think that they're going to uh, come down hard uh, on us as Christians. And so I hope you're prepared and ready uh, to face uh, the persecutions that may come. So, all right. Uh, trying to think here. Um, I usually do a Pledge of Allegiance this morning, but if you're watching... On my live Facebook, it's kind of hard to do that because I can't. Let me see if I got a flag right here in this cabinet. I had one, but I don't know if I put it. No, that would have been too easy to put it right there where I could have reached it. <laughs> I don't have a clue where it's at. All right, well, let's see here. We'll just stay and do the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, I had the, the physical flag right here in front of me. There's no reason why we can't stand and do the pledge nonetheless. All right, so let me get over here. In case somebody is watching online, I don't like I said I can't see who is or who isn't. So let us get over here and let us stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
All right. Praise the Lord for that, that we get to say that wonderful pledge uh, this morning and as we get to do every morning. Uh, it is sad to see what's going on in our nation right now. I saw where, uh, of course, the, the what's going on at the border is just atrocious and uh, it is a, a, a nightmare, you know, and uh, uh, compared, I mean, it's not even, the, the liberals try to tear down Trump and what, and what he was doing to protect our country. It's a daggum storm down there and, and uh, of course, they don't hear two words about Biden and what he's doing and it and, it's unbelievable, uh, and uh, and how these illegals are being put into our country as such a security risk on top of that. But uh, so not only that, and then we've had I don't know how many mass shootings. As we had one in Atlanta, this guy decided uh, that he could not control his sexual urges, and therefore went to these different places and started shooting Asian women. Then uh, it was a yesterday the uh, a cop was killed, police officer was killed, and another shooting. Uh, and then I hear this morning in Chicago, I think it's Chicago, they're going to start doing reparations uh, for the African-American community. Now, guys, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I am not a racist, okay? Uh, I say that emphatically, and I'll be honest with you. It's it, with the way things are going and the race division and the things that are being pushed, Sometimes it's 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 not easy to not have a racist idea, you know. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I had to fight against that. We can't paint everybody with a broad brush. A lot of great, wonderful uh, African American individuals out there. Uh, we can't let a few, uh, just like white people, you know. There's there's bad and good in all things. I got some black friends that I love dearly, wonderful individuals. But this whole re idea of reparations is just insane. I mean, it's just there's no, it's just it's it's there's no logic to it at all whatsoever. And like I said, I'm not a racist, I, and I can say that emphatically because I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of racism. And you may say, well, how do you know that? Uh, you have you are white. You have white privilege. <laughs> so if you're one of those, the reason why I can say that my grandmother's Japanese, and when I growing up, I heard every racial slur coming and going. I remember. Uh, going to uh, school and lunch, I'd sit down, they'd get up and move to another table, and they'd say, I couldn't sit at that table. And uh, so uh, I know, uh, you know, I may not know it to the extent some others may have faced, but I've got a good taste of it. So that's one reason why I can say that. And as a result, see, my grandmother, because she was Japanese, she was put into an internment camp. See, during uh, World War II, that's what they did. They were worried about the, America was worried about the, uh, uh, security of our nation and they put uh, uh, the Japanese in internment camps and, uh, and they did receive reparations for what they had to go through and how they were treated. Now, um, so uh, <laughs> uh, poor old Darlene, see she's calling her, I can't see the devotion. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I'm in Facebook jail and you'll have to go to my wife Brandy's <laughs> Facebook or watch online. <laughs> Hold on. Alright. Poor darling. So alright, but anyway, um so she was in a term camp, so she did get received reparations. I, that I understand. That makes sense, all right? No, she's still alive. She experienced a very terrible uh, ordeal and how she was treated. How she was treated. I get that. 
I can see reparations towards uh, our Native Americans uh, because they are currently living in very poverty-stricken conditions. Alcoholism is an all-time high on many of these reservations. I can see that today. I do not see giving reparations to African Americans. It makes no sense to me. All right, I can see if you were still a living slave, I could see receiving that uh, that money today. I could I could see that. Well, that doesn't exist anymore, and there is no reason for that to happen. There is no reason for anybody in this United States to be able to be successful, to make it in this nation. You can be anything you want to be. Just like I tell my children, you can be anything you want to be. You have to work hard to do it. And if that's what's God's will for your life, then that's what's going to happen. And uh, it, it, there, there, you know, you you look at somebody like Ben Carson who lived in poverty-stricken conditions and became a neural, famous neurosurgeon. You know, you can have the ability to make it. You know, the, the, the fallacy uh, of um, cultural, uh, what do you call it? Uh, my mind's went blank on me this morning. Um, oh, what do you call it? Systemic racism. That's what I'm trying to think. It's just this baloney. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a theory that's been propagated to be proved as fact. Uh, you know, the, the old saying, you tell a lie long enough that people come to believe it. Uh, you know, there's no reason uh, for nobody to be able to make it in this nation. And to sit there and say that whether you're of color or being held back is baloney. Look at how many African Americans are doctors, lawyers, CEOs. I mean, you got, you know, it's just ridiculous. Uh, so, you know, the fact, and that's what Martin Luther King said, don't base, judge a man based on his color, but on his merit, on his heart. And that's exactly what it should be. But instead, what we're seeing is, is actually is racism. They're hiring people just based on their color because they have white guilt. That is that is racism. I mean, that right there is racism. Uh, you know, it's just it's so sad to see uh, how our nation is divided, uh, how the races. I mean, just look at the the was it Columbia University? How they're having graduation divided up uh, for different races, sexuality. That why have the segregation? It's it's insanity. I know they're going to have one graduation. For everybody, and then they're going to have segregate to these different little graduations. It's just it's stupid. We need to come together as Christians, my friends. We look at the heart. I don't give a rat's backside what color you are. I re I could care less what color you are. I'll be just as nice to you as anybody else. I could care less if you're red, yellow, black, or white. I don't care if you're a jerk to me. I'm going to smart off to you. <laughs> I don't care what color you are. That's not the, the Christian attitude. Somebody smarts off to you. You should still show an act of kindness, still show an act of love, and show friendliness. You're supposed to do that. But see, I still have redneck ingrained in me. <laughs> when somebody's a smart aleck to me, my wife has to say, Matt, don't, 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 because I'm a smart aleck back. <laughs> so I, that's not the right attitude. That's something I have to work on. But uh, it is, um, uh, you know, I, I'm just really fed up with this whole uh, racial division in our country. And uh, uh, it is, um, it's ridiculous. We've come so far, people. We have come so far uh, in, our, in our thinking and how we treat one another. You know, just like there used to be white-only bathrooms, white-only restaurants. Why not? We don't have that anymore. We can come together and, and be friends with one another. And if, if a, I don't care what color you are, if you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord, Savior, we are brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Uh, there are no color barriers anymore. We come together as one, as a family, 
and and we're going to be spending eternity with individuals. We're not going to be a, a black only, an Asian only, uh, you know, uh, areas in heaven, white only. It, we're all going to come together and celebrate Jesus Christ together. Why can't we just be, just love one another and and, and work on those relations on uh, on being friendly and, and kind to one another despite your, your, remember what God's word said, God doesn't look on the outward appearance. God looks on the heart. That's that's what that's that's, that's the, the 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 what I'm getting at this morning. Look on the heart. I don't care about your outward appearance. Right? Look at me. Obviously, you know, if you're basing it on the outward appearance, we're in trouble. But you know, um, I, I hate racism. Uh, I really do. I despise it. And uh, because I, you know, sometimes at night I, yeah, I still lay there in bed and I hear some of the names I was called as a kid. And uh, it hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. It hurts. And um, so I know what it's like. And I, I, I don't want that on somebody else. But I'm telling you, the, for whatever reason, uh, the left, the liberal left, want to really push this racist agenda. And uh, we need to come together and quit looking on, on, on based on color. But just, let's just get along. And we were doing just fine until this started being pushed uh, by the left. And uh, before, nobody thought twice about somebody's color. I mean, you, honestly, you, you got to admit, nobody thought twice about it until they started pushing this agenda, this racism, and Black Lives Matters bull, and Antifa. That's when, I, you know, it started pushing a division in our country, and it's so bad, I, I worry about the future. And so, as a result, I kind of think it kind of brings us to our, our message this morning in Hebrews uh, chapter 10. Now, the focus is verse 25. Let me read that, then we're going to look at some here. Uh, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more, as you see the day drawing near. Now, um, one thing that we can understand, uh, that um, uh, we need to look at verse 24 in context uh, with verse 25. And it says, let us consider how to stir up one another, to love and good works. And then we go to verse 25, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. So we really need to um, uh, is uh, look at this because verse 25, now I'm not good with grammar. Um, uh, it, it, they say that uh, uh, verse 25 is not a, um, uh, a decree uh, in order. It is a uh, what do you call it? A, a participle, a, um, uh, a particle, participle phrase, is that what you call it, that goes with 24. So again, I know I sound ignorant, but I'm horrible at grammar, okay? I'm terrible at grammar. Uh, I admit my weaknesses. Grammar is horrible for me. And then again, I'm not real good at math either, or science, or biology, or well, I better stop there. But anyway, and <laughs> uh, we look at his verses here. Uh, you know, one reason we come together at church, and that's what I was talking about, we come together as a church family. And uh, despite your background, despite your color, despite whatever, if we come together as people who love Jesus Christ. And as a result, we, have, we, we build each other up, we encourage each other. You know, you see so much on social media of uh, people um, uh, tearing each other down. You know, in fact, there's there's a couple on uh, Facebook the other day, and and the woman was posting something, and the the man was commenting underneath it, and she posted something else. He commented underneath it. I told my wife, I said, 
They live in the same daggone house. Won't they just talk to each other? I said, it's getting on my daggone nerves. I said, you know, I said, I'm going, you go to the news feed and they're sitting there talking back and forth. Go to the other room and just talk. You know, I don't want to hear your personal junk on Facebook. But you know, that's what we've become, you know, and uh, everybody wants to air their grievances. And uh, I, I was bad about that. And I still may throw a rant out there every, time, every now and then. Uh, just like yesterday, I started to throw out a rant because... I don't know what idiot designed that mess in Boone's Creek, but that is, I, I, that's just a traffic wreck waiting to happen. That's, that's the goofiest mess I've ever seen in my life. I, you know, these, I, these, these idiots get out there and think they're trying to make things easier and they just make it that much harder on everybody. I saw the aerial view of that, and I even had to watch a video. There was a T-Dot put out a video on how the, the road is supposed to go to get on the interstate, how you exit the interstate, and the traffic driving straight through. That was the most confusing-looking mess I ever seen in my life. I want to literally go out there and drive to try to get an idea of what they're even talking about. That was, that was just—it's nuts. I mean, it's—it's it's crazy. But anyway, I didn't put a rant out there because it wouldn't matter. It don't make a hill of beans. I could rant all I want to, and guess what? That road's going to be there. It's not going to change a thing. That's with a lot of things on here, guys. You know, on social media in particular, so many people want to put rants, and and I understand. You now, sometimes you know that, that's one big part of counseling is um, just letting people talk, and as a result. Uh, you know, just sometimes just, just getting that off their chest, they feel so much better. So 99% of, of counseling is just really just listening, you know, just shut your mouth and listen. And so I get one reason why people air things on Facebook. I think it just makes them feel better. In fact, I've told people, if you have a problem with somebody, what I recommend, write it down on a piece of paper, write down everything you feel, think, or about them, uh, good, bad, or different, whatever, and after you're done, rip it up. It, it's therapy. It helps you to to release those things. Uh, even to someone who is dealing with grief, I tell them, I say, write them a letter. Write a letter to everything you want them to know, that how you miss them, how you love them, what you think about it. Write it out. Just get, and it, it, It's good therapy. You know, I recommend journaling. It's good therapy. But um, So I get why people do those things, but it doesn't change anything. You know, it literally, I have yet to see any post to make a, a real difference uh, in our society, changing laws, or uh, we know all we do is whine, moan, and complain, and it don't change a thing. So you see people on there. Well, if you see so and so, you tell them I know what they did, and they're just you know they're just bashing people. And it, you know what, it is it's not going to change anything. There's too, like old Doctor Phil says, <laughs> you know, it, it, your 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 stories or what you're saying about somebody, it, it's like a it's a like a pancake. It's got two sides. Well, I like to have a pancake this morning. But, um, you know, you have, it's, there's two sides to every story. So the point is, is that instead of tearing each other down, we need to build each other up. And that's one thing we got to do, particularly within the church, uh, is, is that we are loving one another. We are encouraging one another. We're helping each other. You know, I think that um, we need this now more than ever. Uh, you know, particularly with this race division, I was just talking about this morning. I, I, uh, I think we really need that encouragement. And uh, I think that a lot of people are, are fighting some real uh, uh, issues in regards to race. You know, I, people, I think a lot of people are getting tired of feeling like they have to be guilty of something. Uh, I think uh, that uh, a lot of African Americans have felt like they were the victim and, and are the, the product of racism. And uh, whether uh, they may still, I mean, I'm not saying racism is eradicated because as long as sin exists, it's going to happen. Uh, I do believe that a lot of this police brutality is pushed out there is erroneous, and I say that because so many times when you, you see that the police is the 
is the bad guy when you come to find out an individual is running from them, fighting them, shooting at them. And then, you know, when you get the full history, it's like, oh, and then they kind of just move on to another story. And uh, so, you know, I, does police brutality exist? Yes, I do believe that there are, there are situations where that happens. But there's good and bad in, 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 in every profession. Not every police officer is bad. There are a lot of good men and women out there who are trying to make a difference, who are trying to protect our our citizens and protect our laws. There's good men. There are a few bad ones out there, as in any profession. Look at look at church. Look at pastors. Not every pastor is a good person. There's a lot of bad, evil people out there that don't. There's pastors out there who don't even believe the Bible. There's pastors out there, and you know, and, and there's a lot. There's a real problem, and I've talked about this before. With uh, people want to lump in uh, Protestant Christians in with Catholicism, because you know, uh, if you look on social media or anything about. Uh, uh, the uh, about church and like that, they automatically want to lump in all pastors in with these pedophile priests. It's not to say that there aren't pedophiles in the in the ministry too. There there are, but uh, so that's what I'm saying. There's there's good and bad in any profession, no matter what it is. There's there's bad people out there. There's, there's we live in an evil world. I mean, that's just part of it. But we need to. You know, I think there's a lot of people who are dealing with so much. Whether it's fear uh, with this virus, losing jobs, dealing with depression, dealing with anger, excuse me, uh, dealing with whatever uh, the case may be, we come together to encourage one another. I think it's very important, you know, maybe with the, some of these restrictions being lifted, it might be a good time to, uh, to start going back to having women's Bible studies, men's groups. It's good, you know, you're saying well, you're, you're segregating again. Uh, to an extent, you could look at it in that respect. I think for uh, sometimes it's good uh, for men to have their own thing, women to have their own thing. And the reason why I say that, you know, I, I'm in total disagreement with this uh, uh, the Girl Scouts or the girls being able to be a Boy Scouts. I'm a, and I don't like I don't think that women should be scoutmasters. This my you may say you misogynist. How dare you say that? That is horrible and. Uh, Girls want to camp out too. Well, then change the rules on the Girl Scouts and let them do more things. I got no problem with them going out camping and such. But boys need to be around some men. You know that, that's the that's the problem. There's there's a lack of, of masculinity. There's a lack of male role models, and uh, they get a good daily diet. That's why I'm, you know, the schools or when I before I go to the pastorate, I want to start being going to elementary education. They said as a man, I could write my ticket and teach anywhere I wanted to because they were desperate for men uh, to be teachers and uh, because there, there's just such a lack of that in the home so young boys need to know what it's like to uh, to learn to be a man to you know they, they need that just like men need to come together there that's why you know we had men's prayer for a little while and uh, it's good for men to express things that they don't feel comfortable with me saying in front of women or saying in front of their wives it, it helps them say life lies with women you know you're not tearing the spouse down there may be issues that you need to talk to a fellow man. They said this wonders why a lot of boys join gangs because they're, they're desperate to want to be men. And so sometimes we need that uh, uh, men to be with men, women to be with women, to, to encourage each other, to lift each other up uh, to with what issues and things that you're battling. And it's what we're talking about this morning. We need to love one another. We need to encourage one another and build each other up and uh, so that we can grow more spiritually, come together as one. That's what we're getting at, and that's the heart of this message this morning, is that we do not need to forsake 
the assembling of ourselves together with like-minded believers to encourage, to love one another. That's what we need to get at. That's what this nation is getting. As long as you're, you're looking at, at color, as long as you're looking at division, as long as you're looking at anything other than Christ, there's going to be a great divide. If you can come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, that's when you can come together. That's when you can love one another. That's when you can encourage one another. And we get rid of this, this, these racial divides, get rid of this division uh, of pitting one person against the other. Instead, we love one another. We encourage one another. We build each other up. And that's what we need to do as Christians. So when you start to go on social media instead of, or, or talking about somebody, ask yourself, am I building them up or am I tearing them down? And I think that'll make a big difference in what you post, what you say, and what you, how you look at people. And you may say, well, you don't know what this person did. That's why we have to put away bitterness, we have to have forgiveness, and we have to express that love of Christ. We want Christ to forgive us. We screw up. We have to extend that to those around us as well. So keep that in mind today. And uh, if you uh, pray that the Lord will put someone in your path uh, that you can encourage today, that you can show Christ's love today and, uh, and be a witness. And uh, if we could do that each and every day, what a better world we can live in. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to love one another. And uh, Lord, help us to encourage one another. Help us, Lord Jesus, to look on the heart, not on the outward appearance. Lord, I pray that you will heal this racial divide in our country. And Lord, to help us to come together uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus and to be a light in this world of darkness. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, I want you over to direct us this day. And Lord, I do pray for this nation and our nation's leaders and that they will come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up our uh, sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and uh, Troy and uh, Linda David Feathers. I pray for Roger Winters, Ron Thompson, uh, Jane Kitching. Uh, Lord, I pray for uh, so many uh, that put out prayer concerns each and every day. And uh, Lord, there are so many I said I would be praying for and I try to stop immediately and pray for that situation. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with each and every person watching this morning or listening and that you will protect them, put a holy hedge about them and keep them safe till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I uh, um, hope, oh, Sheila said watching here and the church side. Well, thank you, Miss Sanders. I'm glad you were able to, uh, to do that. And sorry for the inconvenience this morning, guys and gals. I sincerely apologize and uh, Lord willing, I should be back to normal tomorrow. Well. Facebook should be back to normal. I will never be normal, but Facebook should be back to normal tomorrow. And uh, so I apologize. If you can't ever find me on social media, unless I, I'll, I'll usually try to post. If I'm not able to uh, do a devotion because of some health reason, doctor's appointment, school closing, whatever, I'll usually post on there as to why. I, you know, hey, I won't be having church this morning because, or I mean, having devotion this morning because. And if you don't, if you can't find it, then always go to the church website. And, uh, and if you can't find it on the church website, then you know, I'll probably have a technical difficulties. <laughs> so, but uh, but always try to go there first. And uh, well, yeah, really try to go there first, and then go to Facebook because sometimes Facebook can be a little sketchy trying to get these devotions out. So, 
So always go to flbconline.com. You can watch live there, and you also listen uh, on the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes as well. So hope everyone has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.